Hi, this is Jan Reardon, and I will be the host of our Spark Kindness podcast, which we will be recording on a bi-weekly basis. And I will be inviting in different guests to discuss the science of kindness, as well as acts of kindness and how you can be inspired to do more with your family and with your community that revolves around many, many different aspects of kindness. Start spreading the news. All right. Hi, this is Jan Reardon, and I am your host of the Spark Kindness podcast. And I have the absolute honor, it goes beyond pleasure, it's honor of having two of my really, really, truly dear friends here with me. We go back 18 years. Um, we each have a son who is 22 years old that attended preschool um, back when they were three years old. So for 18 years, we have uh, seen each other pull in on two <laughs> wheels with hair sticking all over the place, baseball hats, kind of dressed, not really, <laughs> never knowing who's going where, but somehow we always managed to pick them up and get them where they needed to be. And here we are today. And uh, it is really just um, warms my heart to be here with the two of you. So my, my two dear friends, I have Teresa Reed, and I have Andrea Leo. Now, Teresa Reed does have a, a DBA by the name of Allie, which uh, is kind of a long-standing joke, but I'm going to refer to her as Allie. And then my other dear friend, Andrea, who I call all sorts of things, yes. but <laughs> once in a while, I actually yes, call her does. Andrea. I know. Yes. And I love them both. I really do. And um, I want to just begin with, you know, obviously some of the, the questions that we'll throw out there, but We'll start uh, talking about a few other things along the way too, I'm sure, because we tend to do that and uh, that's what makes it so much fun. But my first question that I'd like to throw out to you two ladies is, aside from actually doing kind things for others, which I know you both do on a really regular basis, it's kind of like, you know, hard to keep up with, <laughs> but no, you're both, you know, just genuinely so kind. But I'd like to know from your point of view, like what attributes do people that are you know maybe labeled as kind what are the attributes and the you know the the traits that people have in your mind when you think of somebody that's kind what do you say Ali? well i think there's a lot of different qualities that a kind person has to have and Oh, oh, my pleasure. Such an exciting and cool thing to it do is, with two very is. old friends. Oh, and, um, careful about that old word there. I'm, it's, I'm, I'm it's a little sensitive. I'm, I'm the old lady in the group, so I'm baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think there's a lot of qualities, and when I think about our friendship and how it, it has lasted over the years, I think a lot of the qualities that play into the word kind play into our friendship. And I think that one of the most important qualities is, is thoughtfulness. Oh, I think you really need to be thoughtful when you're a kind person. I think you need to have patience. Um, That's really true, especially I, with me. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever <laughs> need patience? No anyway, um, I also think that you have to um, you have to have some positivity, really, when you're kind. You have to just know that something's going to work out and that you're going to be a part of something bigger like you are, Allie, and, and your mission on the Thank kindness you. tour. And you have to be positive and, and really optimistic that you just know that it's going to have a, a wonderful impact on people's lives. I mean, and that is, you know, so well said, Allie, really, in the sense of, you know, you, the word kind gets thrown around, you know, a little too often and too lightly. And, 
it's really about so much more than a particular act, a, a kind act. It, it is so much more about those qualities. And somebody, I guess as an example, could be thoughtful and patient, but they might be having a bad day. And we would know that about each other. And that doesn't mean we're not kind. We know that we are those other things. And, and that's when we rallied together and have always been supportive because, I mean, you know, it, it gets a little hectic at times, as we all know. And and that's not to take anything away from somebody that you can't be, you know, smiling and happy and laudita all the time, thinking everything's wonderful. And I think it's important to know who people are at the core. And you've described what those, you know, qualities are very well, because it's true that as long as you have those qualities, whether you're smiling that day or not, you're a kind person. Mm -hmm. Yes. And what do you think there, Andrea, about the qualities that, that you would, you know, say that somebody has if in your mind they are a kind person kind um loyal yes um very loyal and yeah. positive yes um you know not all of us can be positive including myself i know i cannot be a positive person all the time but i <laughs> amen, sister. amen sister. but i truly look at other people that are positive like always turn it around to go okay this is you know this is a learning, this could be a learning experience. Mm -hmm. And that's probably why it's not, might be not be a positive time. And those are the kind things in people that yes. or in friends that can share that with you or teach yes. that to you, yes. you know, yep. of, of trying to evolves. It evolves just like that. Yeah. Right? You continue to learn how to, you know, maybe not necessarily be kind, but how to manage your emotions so that you can be who you truly are at the core instead of letting those emotions control you. Honesty. Mm -hmm. Yes. Honest friendships. Oh my, you can't go wrong. If somebody, that's right. You know, always right. being, just right. be truthful. That's it. Exactly. Truth the last thing you want hurt. is somebody that's hypocritical. Yeah. That doesn't go anywhere. It might make you feel good in the moment, but if it's not genuine, then mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. No. Yeah. And, and always being tr truthful and kind and positive. I think they all go together yes. because if you're not true to you and you're not yes. true to other people, you're lying. That's it. Right. You're, you're not being right. kind to them. You're and you're, you're not being kind them, to yourself. You're not. Right. That's very you know? true. And people have to be able to to understand that and take that. Mm -hmm. You exactly. know, when you're when you're they're the friend or being kind to people. Right. It's not know? always easy. It's, it's hard. Not. I mean, you know, we have stayed together and, and what I love about our friendship is I say months, but it could even be years have gone by at times yep. and we don't see each other. But if we did run into each other, it's it would be fun. like, there wouldn't be Just a like, moment. And yep. you know, you read that sometimes like at the Hallmark store on yeah. a card, but when you live it, it's so pure. It is. And, and I thought about a lot about us, you know, in these last few days leading up to this podcast. And I thought about different things that we will laugh about until <laughs> we, uh, like you, Allie gave me this little plaque that I have hanging in my kitchen and said, you know, we are, we are the greatest friends. And when we're old and senile, we'll be new friends again. And it's so true. It's like we get together and, you know, we can remind each other of different things. It's like, how special is that? There's nothing that means more to me than those memories, you yeah. know, of being able to recall just, you know, such laughs and pure, you know, like, Belly laughs. Belly yes. Laughs. Yeah. Over the simplest of, of things. Of laughing. Yeah. And it, that, how much fun that is. Oh, and that, how right. that makes you feel so good inside. Right. And we need more of that. We do. And I'm thinking right now about Carter's birthday party. Oh. When we were all over at that pool. 
Oh, and at the hotel. Was swimming at the hotel, and we were just all sitting on the side of the pool. We were just wet, and I look at those pictures. Oh, and it I still like, see them. Yes. yes. Well, they were all like, little superheroes, yes. and, and they got the muscles all oh, hanging out, exactly. and they're all hanging on oh, the yeah. right on the edge of the yeah. pool. Oh, remember that, yeah. You know? Yeah. It doesn't get better than no. that. How lucky are no. we to have had those years with those guys? Or to even think one day they're all going to be dating men. somebody, or yeah. they're going to be men, and you're going to—we're all like, "Oh my God, no, that's not going to happen for a really long time." I know, and it's a blur, it's and a it's really a flash, and here yeah. we are, and we laughed about this day too. <laughs> we, yes, thinking, can you imagine when? And here we are, and thankfully here we are. And how <laughs> lucky are we? Like, oh, but how lucky are they too that they had? Pure sort of upbringing. Exactly. Where was Oh my God. We everything was Batman. Carter. Carter would always say, like, I'd be like, who's Socks. your, who's your, I'm, I'm talking, Andrea. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm being patient, but <laughs> yes. I'm going to interrupt. No, patient but, and kind. But I said, even just a few years ago to Carter, like, who is your favorite, you know, like, you know, superhero Carter? And he goes, oh, Batman for sure. I said, how come he goes, badass Batman he didn't need anything he was just Batman it's like how cute is that they're still they have that little boy side yeah. of them they do each yeah. one of them I know they do like they now I think appreciate those days even more sure. than they did at the time sure they, they do yeah yeah how special I know yeah all right well we're getting a little choked up I'm going to move on to the next question here <laughs> well you are yeah <laughs> oh yeah you're getting choked up yeah yeah you're just you're a little Cheery. tough tougher skin than oh, you God. used to be yeah you're just enjoying this empty nest more or There's you're no hoping empty nest no yet. not yet no, but not you're yet. hoping for it yeah oh okay oh, so anyway ali i have a question for you you have been like a rock star in the food service industry forever and ever since it's it's been from when you were 25 years old all the way through <laughs> until today that, that you are still you know really holding the, the flag up for food service and doing all that you can to obviously work very hard and, and set a great example for your children as well as for the community. And so my question to you is, because you have been in the industry for so long and you've seen a lot of things change over the course of time, what would you say is the best way to create a culture of kindness in the workplace? Well, that's a great question. And um, I've been very fortunate over the last year during COVID to have been a part of the Farmers to Families Food Program, yes. which is something that provides food boxes to food-challenged families. Um, and we partnered with one of our customers, and they pack the food, purchase the food from the company I work with, and then um, we partner together and deliver the food to the folks that need it. And the best part about this um, actually just happened about two weeks ago because one of the managers at our work um, thought it would be a really great idea to show everyone how everyone is connected to this one gigantic purpose. I mean, this this has fed thousands oh, of families over the last right. year. People line up for miles to get oh, these my goodness. boxes. And you know, again, as you said, it's been over this last year, so it's kind mm -hmm. of COVID related. Yeah. And that just brings me to think of the good that can and has come mm -hmm. from COVID. Yes. So. I mean, thank you and your company for doing such an amazing thing for families. Mm -hmm. I mean, without initiatives like that, I think I don't even want to go to where we would be as a community regarding mental illness and different mm -hmm. things like that. So thankfully, people have stepped up and, and 
brought all of your departments together yes. to be able to create this great initiative. Yeah, and that's what this manager, this particular manager, thought it would be really cool to create these posters. And she put them throughout our work, oh. and it, it really resonated with the people that work there, that they're a part of something bigger. So, did not you, just, so you saw a difference in people's personalities yeah, and I mean, work I, ethic? I, I saw how people were like, oh, wow, this Effective. is really cool. Oh, that's yeah. fabulous. And before, you know, maybe they saw it on the news, and they saw the boxes. But being, they didn't feel like they, they didn't really get Yeah, even they though they knew they were a part of it, but that. they, right, they didn't feel detached any yeah. longer. That's so awesome. So this was a really great idea that this one manager did. But to get back to your question, um, so I have been fortunate enough to have worked for the same company for almost 33 years and seen a lot and that's of different... unheard of in this day and age, well, which is beautiful. Yeah, Congratulations stayed, to you. They couldn't get rid of me. But right, anyway. right. No, they're lucky to have you, and I'm sure they know that. So um, I've seen a lot of different things and different cultures, and, and one of the things that I think has always been really important is the sense of recognition that our company does provide for its employees. They, they give out points for doing little things. They give out gift cards for doing little things. They get, you get a card for your birthday. That's what a difference that makes. Things. And I really do think those things make a oh, difference. Oh, that's what the matters. The company I work for has been great about that. Definitely, and really sort of a leader in the industry in that regard. Mm -hmm. From what I've seen, I've seen you on your TV commercial, mm -hmm. and I've heard uh, commercials on the radio, mm -hmm. and your company just seems very, very supportive of their employees, oh, and you know, it, it makes you feel like you would be proud to work there. Yeah, and, and a lot of people have worked there for a long time, like myself. I think there's probably... I don't know, seven or eight of us that have been Which there for remarkable. over 30 years. Right. But the cool thing is that there's people that leave the company and then they come back. Love it. Which is really right. great because mm -hmm. you kind of realize what you have. Exactly. After. And some people, if they haven't worked someplace else, they yeah, don't realize they don't how know. it can be. Right. And yeah. if you have a, a culture like that, that is supportive and encouraging, then that makes all the difference in the mm -hmm. world. We talked earlier too, um, about the fact that you know everybody would love to get a raise but that kind of comes and goes next thing you know it's like you want a little bit more whereas if you're recognized and feel appreciated that sticks with you it yes. resonates and and you mm -hmm. feel good going to work because you know it matters and you're valued and and that's what we need to aspire to in our communities in our families with our friends i mean it's all about feeling valued and, and being appreciated mm -hmm. yep i think love right. it mm -hmm. i love it and so my next question is do you think that given the state of our country right now being so divided, or at least it appears to be so divided, can kindness help? Can kindness really make a difference, Andrea? I, absolutely. Um, I think that right now social media is really is showing people that we are really divided. True very divided and it's very negative and people are attacking each other behind these screens and i yes. think that people are stuck inside right now and they feel validated by how they feel and sort of really you know and they're alone you know and they're so they're go to sort of a dark place and they exactly. feel like nobody else feels this way i've got to you know stand up tell and, them. yes and yes. i've been there i've yeah. done i have posted things that I'm like, oh my God, how can you be so mean? Or, you know, and, and, and gotten myself in, not in a, in a bad but way. Negative, feeling more but, negative than you normally would. feeling more would. negative and right. didn't want to read it. But then I'm Which like, wow, this is, this is not, this is not nice, you mm -hmm. know? Um, but I think that what, if you really think about your community and maybe in the community that you live in, um, is it really that negative? 
are people really that negative? I mean, no. I, you go to the grocery store right. and you see good things. Do you see people say hello and you may not even know them or you might help them pick something up that they mm -hmm. couldn't get yes. or, yes. you know, or you might help somebody put Great something point. in the back of their car because yes. they couldn't lift it or, mm -hmm. you know, there's plenty of acts of kindness. And I think people listening right now to even social media could, could feel like, oh, it is so negative, but is it really we, we don't know right because and, and that brings me to a really good point thanks for the segue in because we have mykindnessapp.com mm -hmm. where uh, my brother created this app and it's all about logging in acts of kindness that perhaps you've noticed at the grocery store it could be something you did but it could be something else that you saw somebody else do mm -hmm. and again just to recognize that and that gives everybody a chance to look at the good and what's going on around them instead of always dwelling on the negative things that are taking place that none of us are supportive of. But again, I think a lot of it has to do with, you know, people being kind of like uh, shut in or, or, you know, just at home alone and, and they don't really have a chance to talk to people and get a better perspective on things. But if they start to see good things that are happening around them, mm -hmm. they'll have a different outlook. You know, it's easy to be negative. It really is. You know, I had mentioned earlier that somebody had made a comment one time that, you know, if you're kind, it, it's a sign of weakness. But when we talk about those traits that, that were discussed earlier on, those are not signs of being a weak person. That's signs of resilience, of yes. strength. And it, it takes a lot more to be, to be a good friend. It's easy to just be that flyby person. You know, anybody can do that. But I think people need to realize and appreciate the values that we have and recognize those. And there's so much good going on, as you said, Andrea, that that's what we want to emphasize. And, and social media is a problem. How do we turn social media around so that it's not all negative? Mm -hmm. Well, I think you're on the right track. Jan. I well, mean, thank you. really, I mean, what you've created with this mission is just such a tribute to Jen, but oh, it's also thank a you. tribute to you and well, thank the rest of your family thank and you. what I, you have to offer. I am really blessed because it could have gone in a lot of different directions mm -hmm. very easily. And, um, you know, again, it's a huge shout out to my brother, Mike, for only looking at, um, you know, what good could possibly come from this. It's hard sometimes to think that anything could, but here it is and living, you know, Jen's mantra of being kind, loving, caring and sharing has put us all on a different path. And I'm, I'm very, you know, even in death, I'm, I'm very grateful to her for allowing me the opportunity to understand the value of that and to, to realize the importance of that. You know, I, I just am, I'm so thankful to be able to watch their children grow up and become the amazing young adults that Mike and Jen had always talked about they were cute little kids and that was great but they were more about well let's see what happens you know with being amazing young adults is the goal and boy I tell you you know Mike has carried that um, that goal forward and and they're just amazing kids you know Avery will say you know we're not going to get bitter and Jenny we're going to get better I'm like excuse me <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not going to say how old and at the time you're 12 telling me this okay and then Josh is you know I was telling you guys earlier you know we we're playing some table tennis and I did, you know, win a few games and played in 13, 14 years, but, you know, and, and even so, and he's very competitive and I am as well, but he said, oh, you know, you're such a great confidence builder. And I thought he was slamming me for the fact that, you know, he beat me, you know, so easily a couple of times, but what he then turned around to say what he meant was so encouraging. And, and the fact that he appreciates that and realizes that, you know, 
just means a lot to me as an adult because you know they're 13 and 15 years old and they could be so different and so self-centered but they understand the the bigger picture and I'm I'm very grateful to be a part of that world that they live in. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that a lot of that is because of again the qualities that you exude. I mean, well, thank you, you all could have taken this in oh, a different direction. Completely. Like, totally. And yeah. you chose Easily. you chose right. to be resilient and you chose to take the mission that you knew would be meaningful thank to you. Jen and Pete and Darcy and the family. Oh, my goodness, and I, I just it. think that's the most important part thank of you. this whole mission. Really. Thank you. It really brings so much to everybody. And um, you know, and my mom used to always say the more good, the more good, the more good you give, the more good you'll yeah. feel. Yes, and it's Get true. And yeah. feel. Yeah. It's you, so true. How, who doesn't feel good yes. when you give? Yes. And that's a fact. When that you is, give to yeah. people, chemically, how much better? Well, chemically, yeah. I mean, there's studies that are done on what that does for us physically. By being kind, you live a longer life. Yes. Because you do, you feel good. It, it's just a natural feeling. Yeah. And you know, and who doesn't like to see these people that are kind get recognized exactly like yes. who doesn't like those heartfelt stories of your you know even on social media you'll you know you're sitting there scrolling scrolling crying you know and like people and like you, just i can't believe they'll do amazing and things. how much they can do yes it's yes. amazing how much they can put on their plate yeah. and right. just keep going right whether it be they've adopted 10 children exactly or 15 oh, children exactly and they get them all through college yes and they do all these great things you're like wow i only had two and i didn't do that much <laughs> you know or i didn't do enough you know but and then there's, there's little things too like right in our backyard you mentioned earlier about how somebody puts on social media that there's a person that needs to have their driveway cleared off or their mail yeah. brought in and all of a sudden there's five people there yeah right you're right yeah right and and that needs to be you know recognized on social media in a bigger way you know, because what makes headlines are the bad things. Everything right. negative. It's, right. Yeah. Something of all, happened here. And oh, yeah. There and, yeah. You know, let's and this, put this person, person said to go that. To court. Right. Yeah. It's just, it's, and then, and then that turns your. Oh, it does. Then your you insides get, are turning inside right. out. You to feel, feel like, oh, yeah. Awful. Right. Yeah. No matter what I do, it's not going to matter. Right. Whereas actually there's so many good things and it does have a ripple effect mm-hmm. and people feel good about that. Right. You know, we have the the Jennifer Reardon Foundation um, kindness tour that we talked about earlier. And Matthew and I had the, you know, opportunity. And it it certainly was all of that to to take that mini tour last year during COVID. Traveled from Albuquerque back to um, Burlington. Stopping at the different places that Jen and Mike had um, stopped at as they drove out there. That's how that all happened. The same exact stop that they made when they were driving out to start their new life. And they, you know, at the time they were like 19 and 22, but you know, talk about tears when they Our were leaving. Our children's age. Exactly. And they're driving cross country and, and made a life for themselves and for their family that is, you know, obviously, you know, unmatched in my opinion, and just is remarkable what they did as such, again, young adults. And um, for Matthew and I to have that opportunity to be together and he was able to film things as we were coming through and stopped at different YMCA's oh. and recognize different people again through COVID that were doing amazing things for their community was just heartwarming. And it's hard to not feel good when you're surrounded by human beings being kind to one another. It's, it's, it sounds so basic and it should be, but you know, sometimes people forget about how much of a difference you can make in somebody's life. And 
you know, I think we're all very blessed to know the difference of what it can be like if you're, if you're a good person or if you're, you know, somebody that doesn't really care for your, your neighbor or your friend or your coworker. It, you know, what good does that do for anybody? You know, we're not here for very long in the grand scheme of things, as we know, because we are talking about, you know, all the little superheroes that we had there <laughs> and here they are now grown men and uh, it goes by too fast in many ways. So we want to make the best of it, you know, and, and again, I think that we need to appreciate, you know, things such as this moment in time right here. I mean, I'll, I'll remember this, well, hopefully <laughs> as long as, as possible, you know, it, it's very, very special and it, and I will not take something like this for granted. And, you know, who knows, maybe, you know, 20 years ago, I don't know if it would have had the same level of importance if, in the so. moment. No, I, I think agree. now we can mm -hmm. truly appreciate, you know, how much it means to have true friends and, I and you two are both very, very, you know, dear to me. And, you know, I think you can say that at different, you know, different times in your life, but when you get to a certain point, it's life altering. Mm -hmm. And and both of you have impacted my life in such a positive way. I really am very thankful for that. Sounds great. Thank so, you. Okay, so let's touch base on um, the COVID situation. Obviously, there's been a lot of negativity surrounding COVID, and it's you know certainly been a very challenging time. Um, but I'd like to ask the two of you if there are certain things that come to mind that have been more positive and things that have been actually a good thing as a result of COVID. So what do you think, Allie? What do you think has been one of the positives or a few of the different positive things that you've noticed or been a part of during this uh, pandemic? Well, I think that's a great question. And I think, you know, it's really easy to fall into the negative things and, and um, everyone is not dealing in the same situation with, with COVID. There's a lot of different reactions to it and a lot of different feelings and there's a lot of different things that, that can come out of it. But I think one of the things that I've noticed about it, especially in maybe some of the younger folks who are having such a difficult time with not being able to be connected to their friends is that they've been resilient and they've been able to find some different things you know, sometimes based with technology by using exactly. Zoom, yes, and, yeah, um, very by reconnecting with a set of friends that maybe they hadn't seen for a while. Um, I've heard of people that have been doing like readings, play readings, yes. or movie readings where they assume certain parts exactly and never would have happened, never would have happened ago. before. Yeah, right. I've heard of families that get together on Sunday nights and, and play card games. True. Um, you know, lots of different things I think have come out of it. So there's a lot of different ways that, you know, it's like this whole situation with, with you, Allie, and how you've been able to take the, the negative things that have happened with, with um, you know, Jen and losing her, right. and you've been able to find a positive mission in it. Thank and you. I think that's, that's a great, great analogy. Mm -hmm. Exactly. What, what do you think, Andrea? Anything positive come to mind that you've witnessed or been a part of? Um. Well, I can say, you know, um, within my job, um, I, I did work with the seniors um, here uh, in South Burlington. Right. And, um, you know, we did some drive-through events. Um, and so what is a drive-through so event? So a drive-through event is, um, was a food pickup event that we uh -huh. worked with AgeWell. And AgeWell oh, nice. in Vermont here, um, you know, they are feed, feed um, many seniors. Right. Meals on um, Wheels Meals on is, wheels part, of is their yep, program. part of it. And... Um, South Burlington partnered with them and um, they actually uh, gave us 
meals and money so that we could get people some great fun prizes. Oh, so, that's great. Um, great. So there were some different events that we did. We did like, um, there was a Halloween one. Um, there was um, a couple others, um, but just to see the senior faces come yes. through, you know. Um, what a feeling. You know, and we all dressed up, the group of, oh. of, of everybody would dress up and, you know, you just kind of go crazy for them. And, you know, oh, they're waving and, you know, they're rolling down their windows and they oh. haven't been able to get out, right. you know, and they're stuck, totally stuck. I mean, you know, um, you know, because that was the most vulnerable population so here. Yeah. Oh, very exactly. Young. Right. And, you know, and if they didn't have a partner, you know, mm. or, and, and the other thing is too, is, you know, we all have Facebook and FaceTime and, and some of these seniors know, don't so even know how to use that, that kind of right. equipment, but so just for them to come out oh, and get I a meal it. And, yes. like, and the live entertainment yeah. and the live entertainment, <laughs> right. and, you know, um, just so fun. And it's such a, you know, what people don't realize is with the seniors and how much you can, you can really just change them mm -hmm. to, or help them have right. such a great so day rewarding. because so rewarding. they're so happy. And they deserve it. You they know, have, they're an right. easy population to right. make happy or exactly. to be happy and thankful. Those gestures yeah. so much. And, and they've come from, you know, the depression exactly and they right. come from these things that they've been through this yeah. right they went through this with the those swine flu oh, was it yeah. the swine flu oh it's not the swine flu is it no the sorry is it the swine no nope it was uh, before um, that and i can't remember what we're gonna no. be editing this part it was yes we will like, be editing I, I have to look it up. I can't think of it. So oh my just, God, forget what it was. But anyway, but they've, you been know, through this. they've just been through these different eras that mm -hmm. we have not. Mm -hmm. exactly. And they're still positive. Talk about resilient. Right. Mm -hmm. Very, right. very. But um, yeah, yeah. It's an important quality that I think it sure is. It, and I think the younger generations have learned that from the older generations yes. as far as how to be resilient. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot to be said for that as they mature too, to realize that they have made it through and you sometimes don't know what's coming next and you have to, you know, be able to adapt. Yeah. And, and there's, you know, definitely some value in that. Mm -hmm. Yep. Great point. Oh, that yeah. was good. Okay. Yes. Good. So yeah. I'm going to ask Thank you another you. question. Okay. So let's see, we have um, the last question that I'd like to, to put out there for us is, if you could bring back a loved one, um, who would that be? And what, what would the conversation sound like um, to you as far as, um, you know, discussing something or different, you know, feelings with that person? So I thought about this a lot because um, based on the previous podcast, I feel I probably would have chosen my mom. I know Absolutely. that you mentioned that in right. your previous one. And, your and you always speak too. so highly of your mom yeah. and, and post beautiful pictures oh, of your mom thanks. and your dad, obviously, on Facebook, which is, you know, so heartwarming. Yeah, thanks. Well, I, we just lost her about six years yeah. ago. So it's still, you know, a little on the fresh side. So I do feel that my mom is with me a lot. I feel, yes. you know, she gave me a strong faith. So I believe that she is with me. She sends me signs a lot and I get to hear from her a lot. Love it. So I probably wouldn't pick her, actually. For that reason, though, <laughs> because, because I do she's fresh so in your mind. And, right, yeah. which is beautiful. 
Yeah. So I think if I had to choose someone, I'd probably choose my dad. Mm. Um, I was 32 when he passed away and I didn't have any kids and, mm. you know, it was it's just a different, different time in my life sure. and definitely a different relationship. I don't feel like I really got to know him as a person. As and how he would as, have played such an amazing yeah, part in, in your life kids. with your kids. Yeah, exactly. I mean, especially given who he is. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, he, he was a legacy in the town that I grew up in. He had the football field to, dedicated to him, and he was, um, a lot of people tell me all sorts of stories about him to this day, and it's great to hear those stories. And I, I hear I, about him, Allie, from other people like Marsha Freniars. Oh, yeah. For anybody that's from anywhere down mm -hmm. in southern Vermont. Everybody just, you know, if I mentioned your name, it's like, oh my oh, God, my yes, God. I know. Well, I didn't know. I don't feel just like how, I knew him right. that way, you know, and I feel a little bit, I don't want to well, say Well, you were so young, right, I know. Little, you didn't have was, an opportunity to yeah. get to know him on that level. Yeah, I looked at him differently. So I guess if I had the chance to bring him back, I'd Absolutely. bring him back for 15 minutes and say, hey. <laughs> It's because hey, you, you have yeah. children. Yeah. yeah and you, what, and yeah. You, now you know what it's like to be a parent. And you're like, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, exactly. I, I missed the out. Question I missed that part. Yeah. You know, I, I totally get that. Yeah, totally that's beautiful. That. that really is beautiful. Just to know that he would be able to obviously be so proud of you. Oh, no doubt nice. about that. But the questions that you could ask him and, and the yeah. discussions that you could have that never would have taken place before. Exactly. Of course and it would not. be so cool to talk to him because he was also so influential in my husband's life in a lot of different right. ways. Because we grew up together and it would just be cool to have him see what we've all oh, created. Yeah. Oh, it's a beautiful story. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So anyway, it should chance, be a movie. That's what I would it do. Really <laughs> no, it should. And, and again, you know, huge shout out to your husband, Rob yeah. Reed, for all of the wonderful things that um, he did for my son, Matthew, um, throughout the years of playing basketball, um, because I don't think that Matthew would be who he is today without oh. your, your husband, Rob, because he was an amazing coach, um, obviously. Um, but in addition to that, he knocked on our door one night when Matthew was never going to play basketball again. I remember and, that and, night well. <laughs> yeah, and he came right over and sat right there. and There was no question. He shot out the door oh, in five he, seconds yeah, after and he heard what was going on. That's right. And he didn't tell Matthew, you're going to play basketball. He talked with Matthew about why he should and that he should reconsider. It wasn't like Rob was telling him anything. It, he wanted him to think about some things and he gave him great things to think about and he was at practice the next night. And from that point on, he played pickup yesterday. So, I mean, <laughs> basketball has been, you know, a real passion of his yeah. and thankfully it, it's something that he'll, you know, always enjoy. And I, I owe a lot of that to Rob. So thanks. I'll always love him for that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, there's a kind moment. Oh, <laughs> like another kind yeah, moment yeah, in the community oh, that, yeah. you know, again, volunteering, I mean, working so oh, yeah. hard. All, I mean, yeah, and then and hours after out the door, out the door, traveling, no questions asked yes. to go take care of oh, somebody didn't else. Oh, didn't hesitate, you know? right? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, coaches, yeah, coaches are a special breed. You know, they many are. of them they so are. Much. They really do. You know, they work all day, and then they're right there to to help out. And many of them, the really good ones, seem to get overlooked. You know, right. unfortunately, and some of the the coaches that maybe were not so influential seem to. Be the ones that people talk about, but I like to talk about the good ones. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. How about you, Andrea? 
Well, if I were to bring anybody back, I would bring back my brother. Oh, my yes. My brother, Rob. Yes. Um, he passed How away. How old was Rob when he passed away? He was 57. Oh. So young. Yes. Yes. I think he's going to be 60. He would be 60 this year. Oh. Um, In August. But um, he passed away a couple years ago. He had a um, brain tumor. Um, brain cancer. Um, and... Uh, he was just, um, he's the oldest of five in our family. Ooh, leader and, of the pack. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes. yeah, well, I don't know, leader of the pack or the, uh, you know, comedian the funny of one, the, the comedian, <laughs> yeah, the comedian of the group. Um, you know, he, I was 12. No, I wasn't 12. I was younger than that because I was, I was an auntie at 12. Oh. Yes. So I'm sorry. So I, I think he must have been around maybe eight, I was eight, nine years old when he left. Oh, oh went into her. the service. When he went to the service, oh, he was in the Navy. Oh, my Sat goodness. Sat in the back of the car and cried my I eyes out. I bet you did. Oh. Sitting at the, you know, sitting at the, um, where was he? We, uh, we went to the Burlington bus? to the bus station. Oh, oh. The Greyhound right. bus oh, station was there that? on the corner. Yes, right down by City Hall Park. Yes. Oh, right by City Hall. The lady yeah. be there. I was in the back of the station. Oh, I cry. oh my I bet. Like, oh, this is like out of a movie. I can't deal with that. I now, know. Right? Yeah, right. So, um, you know, that all went there. And, you know, he was, he lived in the South, lived in Virginia for most of our lives, you know. And um, he just, uh, you know, he would come in with some not so, you know, great jokes, you know, <laughs> that anybody would want to hear, but man, he would just, you know, he kept us on our toes. Love it. And yeah. I can just imagine that you certainly must keep that spirit alive. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Good. Well, I'll just wrap up by saying as I, you know, as you know, and mentioned in the last podcast, I, I did mention my mom who, you know, is very, very special to me and always, you know, holds such a a deep place in my heart um, for the mom that she was and the mom that I try to be. But anyway, my grandmother is somebody that I've been thinking about a lot lately because I was able to live with her for a while when she moved up to Vermont. You were so lucky. I was so lucky to, to have that time with her. And what I just appreciated so much were all of the long, long conversations over checkers and chess and crazy eights and all that about you know, her life, which was tough during the depression and all the hardships that she faced and how her faith was what really wow. did get her through. And, mm-hmm. and I don't have quite the, the deep level of faith that she did, but I think about that a lot and it helps me stay connected to the greater good. I mean, I know that that helps me to, to realize that you can get through anything. You really can. And, and you have to you know, realize that there's just so much you can control and do the best that you can. And she was just a great example of always being so optimistic. And she, you know, went to church every day and just always was at peace. And I, I love that about her. Even when, you know, times are hard, she never, you know, talked about anything negative at all. Everybody was great. One day she was walking back and this breaks my heart, even though I can't even believe it happened, but she was living in Long Island and she always lived near to a church and she walked over to church in the morning. She'd go to eight o'clock mass and she's walking back with her little pocketbook and little kerchief walking back. And this guy, you know, is coming at her and she smiles, good morning. And he looks and slashes her pocketbook and runs away. And she said, well, I guess he needed it more than I did. (laughs) You know, it's that attitude where you don't hear that too often. I certainly have to remind myself that that's, (laughs) 
know, that's okay, I guess. But in just a different, because if you were carrying your pocketbook, oh, they wouldn't want it. The they would be so full of bills. They'd be like, here, take it back. I know I wouldn't have to wait long for it. You know, so that's okay. Candy chasing us out. The laughing away as fast as possible, it. right? But it just goes to show you that, you know, that positive attitude going back to all those qualities that we talked about earlier, you know, being honest and loyal. Those are the things that get us through. You know, you can, you know, only do so much. You have to realize that you can't control everything, but just be true to yourself. And, and we're all great people and we have to be thankful for that. Mm -hmm. And I want to just wrap this up by saying how thankful I am for both of you. Oh. And I'm hoping to press the button and make sure that this came <laughs> through because just a side note, this is our, our round two. These two wonderful friends of mine are acting like we're doing this for the first time, but I blew it. And uh, they're not even, I don't think they're going to strangle me because no, we did a take fun. two and it's okay. But um, that just goes to show you what wonderful friends I have. So thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much for listening to our Spark Kindness podcast today. If you get a chance, please go to mykindnessapp.com and you can log in acts of kindness that you have performed or one of your friends, colleagues, or someone in the community that you have noticed doing a great deed. Thanks again.